Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, who put away their Christmas tree already? No need for it. Just leave it up all year long. (laughs) We're the show about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. And I hope you're ready for 48 hours of mayhem. If uh, you're watching or listening to the show from Saskatchewan, North Dakota, Montana, or Manitoba, because we are going to get hit with a mammoth snowstorm. And it all starts right Yeah, we've got a winter storm warning. Rolling River School Division buses uh, already on the cancellation list. We expect that list to grow. It's hump day. It's something. Go, Jets, go. Five to one. The Jets won in Las Vegas. And welcome into the Beach Bunker. I'm Tyler Glenn. Thank you for being here and part of the Tyler Glenn Show. Uh, As mentioned, food, fun places, mayhem, and we've got it all for you this morning. We will start with the winter storm warning, though. That is some breaking news. And uh, you know what? We're going to give this little thing a whirl here. Our little, our breaking news weather, weather uh, refresher here. Let's see if this is going to work for us here. Look at this. Severe weather alert. Severe weather alert. Periods of snow and blowing snow. Look at the radar this morning. Oh, boy, we got breaking news. Breaking news. Good morning. Happy hump day. Uh, This could be an unprecedented storm headed our way. Uh, You know, I'm getting my DMs are coming in fast and furious. People going, that's not so bad. This is just the start. This is appetizers in our world of food. The appetizers are being served this thing is going to swirl around and around and around. It's just, this happened to us last year. Do you remember? A Colorado low moved in. It swooped over southwestern Manitoba. Then it swooped again and again and and just punished us. So the punishment will start this afternoon and will continue tonight and into Thursday and maybe even into Friday. What could be the saving grace, though, is the uh, is temperatures. We could see temperatures... If they stay above freezing, this could come in the form of heavy rain. But uh, Environment Canada at this point has upgraded the snow amounts to 40 centimeters. That's right, 440 centimeters of snow and periods of blowing snow beginning today. It will start a little bit later this morning. You can see on the radar that uh, it is moving in on the southwest corner of the province. Apparently, as of like the last 15 minutes, they're saying the 40 centimeters will probably fall uh, around the Manitoba-Saskatchewan border. The moisture hasn't even 
got here full force yet. So, But right now, a lot of this moisture is just not reaching the ground, but that is going to change over the next, uh, let's say, 6 to 12 hours. Gusty southeast winds here for today. We've had some gusts in excess of 40 miles per hour, still holding that east-southeast yeah, wind. Yeah, so wind is going to be a factor. Well, you can feel it out there already this morning. It's really, really windy. raw day, given the wind here, and our temperatures have only been in the low to mid-40s all day Okay, long. here's the There's map you want to pay special attention to. Look at all the red. With thunderstorms coming out of South Whoa. Dakota and Southern North Dakota, that that moisture turns in the snow and maybe even here for a minot. Now, this is a total between now or tonight and Friday of the potential for four inches of snow. It's not all going to fall at once, but we have a rather high probability, at least a 70% chance here. On I miss the imperial system. I still don't know centimeters. Corridor throughout all of I'm like almost North 50 years old. And north of the uh, U.S. too, we have a chance of 6 to 12, 12 inches. inches. So high oh, my God. There's snow for many areas here. Holy We've got a median shit. category here Look in Minot, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think Look it's going out. to be a little bit too warm in the Magic City, but a much higher potential north near the Canadian border. You think? Thanks, Kev. Canada. Snowfall potential yeah. just through tomorrow night. Not as much here in See, Minot. Saskatchewan is going to get the worst of this. It's, it's floating over to the west. Okay, we can give it to them. County, we want to share, don't we? County, a much higher probability that we could see in excess of six Sorry, Saskatchewan. Of Our I'm thinking the West uh, Weyburn Estevan area. Now won't be morning. good. So overnight, Thursday night, Friday morning, with the sun gone, I think we're going to see a better chance for accumulating snow, even in southern North Dakota. But remember, this time of okay, year, the so, sun angle is getting a lot higher. All right, and he's going to talk about how much snow that they're going to get and so on and so with, forth. So thank you, Kevin, for that. Uh, just showing us, you know, how many inches of snow we're going to get. And you know what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the weekend. Because we know this is not going to last forever. There's going to be a... A winter storm is going to plow through, and uh, then we're going... Actually, we've got lots of sunshine. Not as warm as last weekend, but it's going to be slushy and muddy, and you'll be looking for a car wash on Saturday, I promise you. it Car washes will be completely slammed. Three feet? Four feet? Anyway, uh, hey, thanks to our new sponsors, Jeff's Clean Cut Yard Care, 761 761- 8373. Make sure that you give Jeff a call and uh, get your yard care all set and ready to go once the snow ha- leaves. He's booking now and he's got open spaces for aeration, yard cleaning, uh, for mowing through the summer, whether it's commercial or residential. Give Jeff a call and he'll help you out. Also, Forbidden Flavors. Oh, they've got some great roasted coffee. Again, did you hear about the special promo code? If you order coffee online from Forbidden Flavors, some nice savings there 15%. That's, that's pretty good. 15% if you use the special Tyler Glenn Show promo code. Make sure you do. And uh, make sure you enter our Forbidden Flavors contest. Just to make sure you tag your coffee buddy. Do that by Friday. And we'll have the grand prize draw for uh, a pound of the beautiful, delicious, freshly ground coffee from Forbidden Flavors. And you get to pick what kind of uh, of coffee that, uh, that you get. And... Couple of five dollar gift cards, uh, so you can take that coffee buddy out. You don't have to, but you did tag them, and they might get upset at you if you say, well, "You won the contest." Now, are we going for coffee? No, I'm going to have the two to myself because I'm cold. I'm under the snow. I can't get to you. Sorry. Now, don't do that. Be a good friend. Take them for coffee, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let's have some warm thoughts. Have you seen 
what's happening in California right now? For five years, they haven't had rain in California. And then this spring was completely crazy. You saw how there was flooding and they had water running everywhere. Well, what happens after you go from all that dryness and desert-like conditions to being waterlogged. Well, guess what happens in the springtime? This is amazing. Photographers are going crazy because outside of Los Angeles, it used to look kind of like a desert. I mean, it is desert. But it's been so dry, just grassy and dry and gross. But now they're calling this like the bloom explosion. And it's so pretty. In fact, it is so dramatic. The colors are so... And those hills... This is Amy Joseph, CentralCoastPictures.com. Amy took this picture. Great shot. But this picture should have been brown. If you had taken this picture a year ago, it's all brown. And now there's so much color in California after all that rain that you can see it from space. All the different colors of the... uh, of the foliage now growing after all that, that rain. Still a little bit of snow in the mountains there, but it's not, isn't that amazing? I mean, flowers to themselves are not amazing, but if you've seen the uh, the dry desert hills, there's still a little bit of brown there, but the brown that you're seeing in this picture, imagine these hills are completely, completely covered in brown. And now this beautiful color, just gorgeous. Nature's amazing. And I think that's, I love when nature shows us that even after the most horrible garbage weather, the toughest times we come through, if you can come through, if you can hang on, there's beautiful colors you can see from space on the other side. Well, thank you, Quentin. Weather and roads are far superior to both radio and TV. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you, Quentin. The promise of the rainbow. That's right, Kathleen. The promise of the rainbow. Look in California, boy, and... This is, you want to see some amazing color. This tens of millions of, this is Carlsbad, California. These colors are absolutely phenomenal. And I wish that shot was a little bit clearer. I apologize that uh, it's not exactly high def, but you get the point. Like the flowers are just, just crazy amazing. If you go online later today and uh, Google California flowers, they're going to come up in some of the high definition shots the high quality shots are just absolutely amazing oh i've got to share this with you oh my gosh fern if fern is in chat sent this out yesterday and this guy is brilliant let's take a look at the weather across canada the east coast is looking a little damp but should clear up mid-morning quebec and ontario are looking at a gorgeous spring day lots of sunshine now over to Manitoba, where it is end time. You don't know what you did to make God angry, to make you live in Winnipeg and face this, but he will make you pay. Alexa, what are Winnipeg's notifications? A shipment of a buttload of snow has arrived for spring. 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 <laughs> Not in the peg. In Alberta and BC, a lovely day ahead. Time to start planning your garden. Oh, no shit. But not in Manitoba. 
And that's your weather. Back to you, Lloyd. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot for that. It's funny because it's true. Manitoba, uh, one of the most successful television shows ever was the sitcom Men, 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 Men. Remember that? Remember that show? Chuck Lore and Charlie Sheen put together one of the highest rated shows. It, it would later be replaced by um, The Big Bang Theory, another Chuck Lore show, which was uh, and still is one of the most watched shows on television. But we're getting news this morning. There is a report circulating online, circulating, circulating online, that Chuck Lore and Charlie Sheen not only had lunch, but it is uh, it's big news that they are there's talk that they're going to be working together again. Now you remember Charlie Sheen had that meltdown in 2011 where he he had dragon's blood. Remember that he was oof, he was into some serious, serious stuff. Interesting story on this. Um, after his meltdown after he left. <laughs> After he left Two and a Half Men, actually, this platform, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell this story or not, but, okay, a streaming platform uh, approached him to do a show like mine, and they rolled out the red carpet. They even sent a purple airplane to Los Angeles filled with gear like this to get Charlie on a streaming platform. <laughs> it was a complete disaster. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> yeah, he's not well. He was not well. But I, I think it sounds like he's uh, he's gotten some help. And apparently time does heal all wounds. 12 years after Charlie Sheen and Chuck Lorre's dramatic falling out after Two and a Half Men. There are reports this morning the two are back in business. A new comedy series will be uh, will come from this. How to Be a Bookie is apparently a series that will uh, stream on Max. Not sure where Max is. Oh, HBO Max. HBO Max. Uh, How to Be a Bookie uh, could be one of the most anticipated new series of 2023 if this rumor turns out to be true. Uh, reports are that Charlie Sheen will take on a recurring role in the single-camera comedy, which will be produced by Warner Brothers Television, where they did Two and a Half Men. However, reps for Max and Warner Brothers are not commenting on the report this morning. Um, the gig is part of a TV comeback for Charlie Sheen, who also is attached to a project called Ramble On from Doug Ellen, which is being shopped around right now. Haven't heard of that. This is like an insider report. So anyway, I thought that was interesting to share that, uh, wow, even Charlie Sheen is having a COVID comeback. I think that that would be, uh, that would be fun to watch. Yeah, just like Miss Behaven said, yeah, his, his streaming show, <laughs> it would have been fun to watch until... You know, his countdown goes, and it's like, three, two, one, time for the Charlie Sheen Show. This has been Charlie Sheen Sleeps His Drugs Off. 
So it started with a place called Club Med. That's the that that was the whole hey club. I'm hanging out at Club Med, where you just got everything you wanted at your fingertips. And so nowadays, an all-inclusive resorts a vacation that includes at minimum lodging, three meals a day, soft drinks, most alcoholic drinks, gratuities, and possibly other services included in the price. And some resorts, even as part of their all-inclusive package, will give you non-motorized water, sports, and there's other activities that are included on the resort. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And truth be told, from my personal standpoint, if at all possible, I would rather stay at an all-inclusive than one that isn't. And here's why. I don't have to think. I'm not a big thinker. I am someone who just likes to go with the flow, and it's like, I'm hungry. Where's the food? It's over there. Okay. I'm thirsty. Where's the drinks? Over here. I'm to the. I'm so basic that it's like, can I get a rum and coke? And they're like, uh, we're out of rum. I don't care. Just give me something with. Just give me something. Uh, something tropical that's got. It's uh, got something good in it. You know what I'm saying? Cheryl says, love all inclusive. Hearts, drinks, burgers, pizza, sunshine, and palm tree. She's got the emojis going on. Very nice, Cheryl. So here are the pros of an all-inclusive. And for those who have gone on one, you already know. Oh, Derek, you got to go on one. They're a lot of fun uh, for the reasons I just outlined, that you don't have to think. So the pros include the pay one price, which I just mentioned. Um, You don't have to pay for your flight and then pay for your hotel and then pay for your dinners and then pay for this and then pay for that. So you pay one price and you're basically done with it. If you've gone to an all-inclusive, I want you to, in chat, let me know what your favorite destination was or resort, if you can remember. I can never remember the names of the resorts. They've got all these fancy names. The, The Sands... (laughs) The Sands Super Resort. The luxurious, glorious superstar. Ryu Grand Crown Plaza. I don't don't remember. Or Zimporta Vallarta. I could probably drive you towards the hotel. Pro number two is you don't have to plan. Uh, There's very little planning involved at an all-inclusive. You don't have to worry about searching for restaurants or activities. It's all right there. It's all convenient. And with a large resort, that's the fun of it, is that if you go to the resort, oh, Porky Jr., it's it's so much fun. And, you know, you can, the the a la carte restaurants are cool because there's buffet restaurants on most properties, but then they have this a la carte. And what that means is you go and you make a reservation, but then you don't have to pay. It is the best dining experience ever because it is kind of fancy. It's not like super over the top, although some people do pay the extra and then get like the over the top experience. That doesn't matter to me. I like the fact that it's a sit down. You put some nice clothes on. 
you put pants on. A lot of the resorts say, look, you can wear your sandals, but you got to put pants on. So that's the only reason I take pants on a trip is because you got to put pants on when you go to the uh, a la carte, they call it. And then you go in there and you see the menu and they do have prices on there. And you look and you say, oh, wow, there's prices on this menu. But you aren't billed for any of it because it's part of your package. Uncle Bull, a big radio star. Who? Who was the big radio star? <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, pro number number three, it's great for new or first-time travelers. My very first trip as an adult, says this blogger, uh, was to Walt Disney World. Uh, that was um, one of those trips where you, you, you know, your, your wallet is open at the, at the hotel and then your wallet is open when you go to get the hot dog and your wallet is open when you go to, you know, and Disney, I love Disney. I'd go there tomorrow, but it's pricey and you've got your wallet or your purse open every few minutes. So if you haven't traveled much, the all-inclusive is just a great experience for first-time travelers uh, because everything's taken care of. Another pro, they're beautiful. All-inclusive resorts are manufactured areas. They tend to have beachfront property. Each palm tree and hibiscus plant have been planted with visuals in mind, and it's it, it tends to be gorgeous. There's something for everyone. Uh, I know that's a sell line for a lot of places that want to get you to come and stay for a little while, but um, there really is because the resorts are huge complexes and they're trying to uh, appeal to, I think, families first and then kind of build from there. And I don't mean like little kids running around screaming and stuff like that, but the, a lot of these resorts will have water slide parks, for example. Um, they'll have special boating activity. Golf is big. And sometimes that's included with with your stay. You have to check these things out, obviously, before you before you go. Cheryl says the Marivel Armory in Punta Mita was her favorite. Go Google that place. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Check it out. Um, and it's an easy way to make new friends. Being in an all inclusive is like being on a cruise. You see the same people day after day, and then what happens is you start to build friendships. And it it doesn't necessarily have to be a group trip where you make these friends. Um, sometimes you'll be at the pool bar or you'll be at the lobby bar. It's the other thing is these places, they, they, they don't have that as a pro, but I'll throw that in as a pro. This is uh, your mileage may vary is giving us this this morning. But um, a lot of these all-inclusive resorts have multiple bars. The lobby bar, the pool bar, the lounge bar, the fourth floor bar, the overlooking the ocean bar. Um, And what happens is over the course of your week, you find out from other resort patrons which bar has the best service, which has the best drinks. And it's it's a fun experience. So, you know, it is an easy way to make new friends. And definitely one of the pros of the all-inclusive experience. The privilege bar. Yeah, the, and then there's the privilege bar, Lindy says. You know, you pay extra, and you can have a private bar where the Hootie Tooties hang out, and you get top shelf liquor. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's there seems to be no shortage of bars on these all-inclusive properties. 
Here is the cons. It's manufactured. Uh, with some people travel, they want authenticity. And it's interesting they mention that in this blog, which I'll post at TylerGlennShow.com. Um, you usually don't get a whole lot of authenticity on the resort, and that's why uh, usually after about a day or two, there's this pull for me. I'm speaking from personal experience. There's this this pull, this need to get off the property, not like, I need to get off the property. It's just like, okay, my home base is set up. I feel safe here. Good food, good drink, good people. This is all good. Now I want to go find some trouble. And I, should, I, I, I mean that in a fun way, not that I want to end up in a Mexican prison. And so, and, and that comes with the, the authenticity. I want to talk to real people. I want to talk to people who live in the community where this resort is. How is the economy? What's the politics like? Obviously, that starts with somebody who speaks English, um, which can sometimes be its own little uh, adventure. But that is a con. That it, and Because I know that there's a lot of travelers who say, you know what? I get set up at my all-inclusive. I don't want to leave the resort. Everything I need is right here. That's not me. There's nothing wrong with that. But... Uh, that's that's not how I like to roll because I like the authenticity. And, you know, it's something to keep in mind. Uh, con number two, it may not be cost effective if you're at an all-inclusive and you're paying for all the things. So, for example, if you're not a drinker because they see me coming and they go, oh, we're not going to make any money this week. Here comes the fat Ukrainian. Oh, God, he can drink a lot of our tequila. We're in trouble. We are not going to make any money this week. And then they're going to see, they're going to see somebody else that doesn't drink. Um, like my son, you know, my son is, he'll have like a glass of wine at dinner and he'll have one cocktail by the pool. And that's his day. That's the extent of his boozing. Um, so for him, you know, Making you know, getting some value out of the trip is is having a few nights where you're kind of maybe overindulging. And the other thing is, is that he's kind of a fitness nut, so he's you know eating a lot of the fruit and the vegetables, which tend to be very cheap at these resorts. So, uh, you know, if he was traveling by himself and not with his old man, the the fat boozer, he may be able to get a trip cheaper. You know, because he's like, well, I just want to bet I'm going to be at the beach all day eating fruit and I'm not boozing it. It may not be worth your while to do the all-inclusive. Another con, your fellow travelers may be obnoxious. Uh, remember what we said about booze? Yeah. Then, then you've got the opposite. Um, these are the stories that you hear on the news where Jerry from Stonewall, Manitoba, ended up in a Mexican prison. And you're asking, how is that possible? How would, I thought Jerry was a good guy till you find out that Jerry likes to pound back. That's the crown royal that he puts in the, in the I want the three-finger crown royal, please. And pow, 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 pow. And then Jerry turns into an asshole. And Jerry starts pushing around the waiters and telling them to go, you know, and he forgets, Jerry forgets that he's in somebody else's country. 
And it's never fun to be around those people, not even for a second. It's like, I am gone. See ya. Other part of the resort. I got no time for that BS. And I don't know why these people travel. If you want to drink to the point where you want to be an asshole, stay home, drink in your basement, scream at your television. Don't ruin the vacation for the rest of us. But at an all-inclusive, you're, you're going to, you always run the risk of running into these kinds of people. Another con, it still doesn't include everything. Um, and this does kind of creep up on you a little bit. And that is things like spa treatments, add-ons at your a la carte. And this has happened to me a couple of times, which I don't mind as long as they tell you. So what I mean by that is um, if you're going to your a la carte where you're you're going out for your special dinner and you have to put the pants on for that one, and they say, we're going to give you this beautiful pasta meal with you know, your salad and so on and so forth, you can upgrade your steak to a steak and a lobster for an extra 30 U.S. dollars, and then you get a lobster with your steak. Well, the lobster is not part of the all-inclusive, but it's a it's an additional thing that you can buy and get it with your dinner. Wi-Fi, sometimes they charge. Sometimes they charge for Wi-Fi, which I am not a fan of that. Like, seriously, every hotel in North America has free Wi-Fi now. They should not be charging for Wi-Fi, but they do sometimes. Cindy uh, went to the, see, here's the here's the name I can't, I can't pronounce. Iberostar? The Abero Star Keo Coco Cuba. It was a mother-daughter Christmas vacation. That's awesome, Cindy. That sounds like fun. However, I find in Cuba I have to take spices with me and hot sauce. Cuba does not like to cook with a lot of spices, so their food is excellent. Really, really good. But not I just found that it was just you needed to pack a few bottles of hot sauce. And a couple of bottles of salt, and that was good. It's all good. So if you go to Cuba, just remember that. Another con, you may miss the free stuff. Of course, not everything at the all-inclusive is an add-on. Some activities are 100% included in your pay-one price. They're also the ones that will sell out faster because who can give up on free, right? So you may not get to do everything you want. And it also says, oh, and about the food. Because all-inclusive resorts have to satisfy a lot of different palates, flavors and preparation methods tend to be more basic. I just mentioned that with Cuba. I find in Mexico, though, I've seldom found a, a buffet that has been like subpar. It's, it's, it's good. And because they use a lot of peppers and hot stuff, and I'm a fan of that stuff, I, uh, I, I rather enjoy that. They had rabbit in Cuba, Quinton says. Oh, interesting. I did try that, actually. It sounds like it would be good, but again, probably boiled. <laughs> no. Big fan of the barbecue. Hey, Porky Jr., big fan of the barbecue. Can't beat a good barbecue. No, sirree. So anyway, there is your pros and cons of an all-inclusive. But I think overall, again, from this guy's standpoint, if I could do an all-inclusive tomorrow, I wish more hotels did it, actually. I wish that in Canada and the United States, we could do it. But they don't because it, the booze is the big one, right? In the States, they probably could more because their booze is expensive or is cheap, sorry. But um, 
In Canada, it'll never happen. In, in fact, you'll sit around at an all-inclusive in a pool, sipping on your drink with a bunch of Canadians going, can you imagine if we had to pay individually for all the stuff we had this week? Because, I mean, you are sucking back quite a few cocktails and eating a lot. And everybody does that. And if they're telling you they're not, they're lying. Um, because everybody puts on weight. It's like Christmas time. Food, 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 more food, more snacks, more food, and then your pants don't fit. And then the worst part of an all-inclusive, and I mean this, this is it, the worst part of an all-inclusive vacation, bar none, above everything, is that first day when you get home. Because you've been you spent a whole week having somebody bring you drinks and food. And that first day back, everyone hates it. And you may miss the kids, and you might miss the dog, and you need to shovel the snow when you get back from your trip. There may be lots of reasons that you want to get home, but nobody likes that first day back when you're hungry and you're cranky because you've been sucking back the pina coladas for seven days straight. Alberto is not bringing you the drinks anymore. Where's the buffet? Oh, no, it's pizza pops in the microwave for you. Oh, wow. Whew. A three-year-old goes missing in a huge play place. It's every parent's worst nightmare. Oh, my God, where's my kid? Oh, wow. And it's just packed with people. This woman lost her kid, Krista Piper. She thanks TikTok for helping her find her kid because she had this, uh, she'd watched a video uh, on what to do if you ever lost, lost your kid. And this is, this is valuable information for anybody with small kids because... They will often just go off running, and if you're not paying attention at that very at that second, you could find yourself in a in the same situation. So here's what happened to Kristen. Here's her video. In a kid's play place today, and thank God for TikTok. Another mom actually found her for me and found her way faster than if I had done what I normally would have done. I went seven years without losing one of my children, and this play place is huge. It runs the entire length of this giant science museum and the kids love it it has a lot of little nooks and crannies and she was going back and forth between one of the barns and the little farm stall just back and forth and i was talking to another mom that we came there with with because our two boys were playing because they're older and all of a sudden i don't know where my three-year-old is so i end up going the opposite direction of where she actually ended up because i thought i didn't see her go past me so she must have oh, panic sets in panic sets in. she loves water she wasn't down there. So at that point, I'm starting to panic. I came back. Yeah. I grabbed her, her brother, and I was like, I don't know where Lily is. We need to find her. Come help me. So then he got involved. So I started calling her name. Right after I started calling her name, a little light bulb went off in my head that I remembered a TikTok that I had seen probably over a year ago that I watched. And I just kind of put it back in the back of my brain to never really think about again. But it was of a mom who had lost her kid and I believe a grocery store. And instead of yelling out the kid's name, she yelled out the description of what her child was wearing. And she was able to find her kid way faster. So that is what I did. I stopped calling out her name and I started yelling, little girl, 
pink shirt, pink mini mouse shirt. And that is what I started yelling. And I'm sure people thought that I was a little crazy. Oh, she's getting she a little emotional here. I had to stop the camera. Minute, two minute and a half. But for me, it felt like attorneys. So like I said, seven years and I've le- never lost one of my children. This was the first time. Yes, it was in a kid's play place, but they can still get out. She's like a little ninja. She gets everywhere. And there's a lot of little nooks and crannies, okay, this, like I this, said. She's had her so coffee today. She's... And I was like, little girl, pink shirt, Minnie Mouse. So there you go, Sarah. And I heard behind me after I'd already passed other moms repeating that. And oh, moms to God, the rescue. Look going. out. And then I didn't see her in the hey other parts of the room. Super moms. Little girl, Minnie Mouse, pink shirt. Probably should throw her age in there or her hair color, but you know, that was just the quickest thing I could think of to say and say it loud. And luckily a mom said, little girl, pink shirt, mini mouse. I was like, yes. And that was her. So PSA, if you ever lose your child or dog or anything, yell out their description, raise your voice. You know, I probably looked like a crazy person, but it got the job done. I found my kid really fast. Versus me just looking by myself or just coming up to groups of parents and being like, hey, have you seen a girl with a pink shirt, you know, three years old? Like, because that's probably what I normally would have done. But the fact that I saw that TikTok, I knew what to do. So hopefully this reaches other parents that if you are in this situation, shout out your kids' description. You will find them faster. Well, that is excellent. Krista, well Um, done. And I'm glad that Krista was reunited with her kid and that she remembered how that all went down, and then made her own TikTok so she could share it with us. So you you scream out the description, and this is helpful for pets too. So um, white furry leg humper, white furry leg humper, help, white furry leg humper. That'd be dizzy. So that's code for dizzy. Uh, would you would you understand that? I white. Furry leg. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> oh, you fa- you got him. Oh, I found my dog. And, of course, with your kids, you'll scream out what they were wearing. And that makes a lot of sense. Because, you know, people, it's a TikTok, Twitter, three-word, OMG, LOL, AOL, VD, RSVP kind of world. And short attention spans. So that's what you got to do next time you lose either your child or a pet. So to the outraged dad, this guy on the plane, he is a pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. And his name is Anthony Bass. He says, the flight attendant at United made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a 5-year-old and a 2-year-old get down on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess made by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? And obviously he tweeted at United Airlines. So still with the theme of the mayhem of kids, you know, you take kids on a flight and they're going to they're gonna make a mess. Standard operating procedure, especially at that age. They're just tiny little ones. The flight attendants, like, can you look after your kids? Can you please clean this up? Both parents and child-free travelers joined the discussion off offering arguments in favor and against Anthony Bass and his wife. One person said, genuinely curious, who should clean up the mess your two-year-old made? As a parent of three kids, I'm the one responsible for them. And then Anthony tweets right back. You mean the cleaning crew they hire? 
I think it's disgusting that the stewardess made a pregnant woman clean up a mess if they're going to supply popcorn on the plane. Be ready for the mess. Otherwise, don't serve popcorn. Do you, when you go to the movie theater, clean and pick up after your kids when the movie, do you clean and pick up after your kids when the movie's done? Also, why do the kids having to be throwing it around? I drop pieces of popcorn all the time. It's what cleaning crews are for. So where do you come down on this? See, and I hate to be one of these people on the fence, but I wish they would have shared a picture of the mess. I mean, this woman is pregnant. It's not going to be easy for her to bend down and kind of clean up after her kids. He has a picture for the Toronto Blue Jays. Who knew parents flying with toddlers apparently need to pack a dust buster? Ooh, that's a little harsh. Jason says, this does feel wrong. No one ever expects a family to clean the floor in a restaurant when the kids make a mess. This is a far more expensive service, and it seems they should be vacuuming the floor between flights at a bare minimum. Anyway, I guarantee this is not the only debris on the floor. Well, he's got a good point. Although I have been in a restaurant. I know when our kids are small, and if they made a mess... I'm apologizing profusely. God, I'm so sorry that the kids destroyed your restaurant. Then my wife apologizes for me eating all their food. So there's sorry, 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 sorry's all around. And uh, Eric says, I'm sure everyone here cleans up all the messes they make when they pay a private company for service. They wash the dishes when they eat out and wash the sheets at the hotel. Okay, we get it, Eric. United made $730 million in profit last year, but they can't hire a cleaning crew like every other business. Again, I would like to, I'd like to see a picture of what the mess looked like. Others thought the dad was no perfect role model in this whole thing. My wife had to be a parent. That's you right now, says donut operator. Nice. I was going to say, you should have just told any random person on the plane to do it for him, but yeah, if that's true, I guess that he couldn't just because you're rich doesn't mean everyone is your servant won't lie the fact that the flight attendant had the guts to make the passenger clean up their own mess kind of makes me want to fly united more he let his pregnant wife get on her hands and knees and clean up after his kids i don't think he was on the plane again i think that she had let him know this happened to her and then that's when he sent the tweet out I could be wrong, but I think that's how it went It went down. Most crews get off the plane just after the passengers to get rest. Sorry, but you or your kid needs to pick it up. Good learning lesson for the children to have them help and reward them at the end of the one minute. Last thing I do is put stuff online and complain. Well, his wife is pregnant. He's pissed off. He's a, he's a pitcher for a major league baseball team. I don't know. I think the airline's in, in the wrong here. I think they should have cleaned it up. I really do. Quentin disagrees with me. He says that, oh, wait a second. It's fair to say they'd at least attempt to clean it up. But without some context to know how bad this mess is, I don't know what's reasonable. But again, you do pay for that. And and the restaurant analogy is right. You know, it's a nightmare for some of the waiters and waitresses if you come in and destroy the restaurant. But a good parent would have taught their kids to pick it up, be respectful of others. That's if if it was if, if the airline wasn't getting paid for their services, I would agree with that statement. 
But like somebody else says, regardless of whether he's a Major League Baseball pitcher or Joe Schmo from Idaho, you pay your 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 ticket, and those kids looked like they had their own seats. So you're looking at $1,400, and if they made a little bit of a mess, commercial airlines are not your children's playground. Pick it up. Take responsibility for your kids, says one pilot. Mm, nice. I was fully capable of cleaning up my own messes at five years old and regularly did so. You are just a bad parent. And there is Twitter. But a bing, but a boom. You're just a bad parent. And this is adorable, but why would they not take a picture? Why would he or his wife not have taken the picture of the mess? And then we'd have some context. I don't know. And while the Internet continues this morning to fight about that, they're on Twitter still, still talking about this. Our sun seekers in chat are playing Sweden. We are neutral. We are neutral on the situation. Is that what we're, we are neutral? We are saying, well, we understand that a pregnant mom, it's not the ideal situation for her to be down on all fours. We do realize that this person can't be cleaning up after every child that's on board an airplane. I don't know. I think that let's let's just all get on an airplane and make our own mess and go to that resort Sarah was telling us about. Can we do that? That would be great. Be safe. Be careful. Thanks for being part of the show. Thanks for being here. It's always fun to have a coffee and a chat to dream about food and fun places. And, of course, the mayhem of life. It's the Tyler Glenn Show. Weekday, 7 till 9, right here at twitch.tv. Also at Red Circle, you can find the podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can get the abbreviated audio version. All the stuff we talked about on the show today, you can check out the links, merchandise, and all other good stuff on the website at tylerglennshow.com. tylerglennshow.com. Buy something nice for the one you love. If you've got a baby... You can get baby clothes there. Something small and beautiful for your baby. TylerGlennShow.com. And in the meantime, please be safe on the roads. And uh, we'll visit again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have a great hump day. It's Thursday tomorrow. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.